You're listening to episode 72, brought to you by Skylar Body and HelloFresh. To try a Skylar sampler palette with free shipping plus a $20 credit towards your next full-size purchase, go to skylar.com lovely. And you can get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh by going to hellofresh.com ctl30 and enter the code ctl30. Cultivating the Lovely with me, Mackenzie Coppa Monroe from CultivatingTheLovely.com and Bull Turquoise across pretty much all social media and Jody McKenna from JodyMcKenna.com and WiseHouseOils.com. Today, we're going to be talking about making big dietary changes. Yes. Fun stuff. Yes. <laughs> and I will admit right from the get-go that Jody has been much better at this than I have Ooh. been. So I am eager as any of you to glean from her story. And since we're focusing on fitness and eating and Patreon this month, I thought it would be a good month to kind of talk about Jody's journey because they've been through the <laughs> ringer on doing all yes. these kinds of dietary changes. And then I can talk about my failures to do so, but <laughs> mostly I'd like to learn from you. So you guys have done some major overhauls on your eating in the past. So would you just tell us like your food story? Yeah. So I grew up, um, you know, kind of uh, like probably like a lot of kids in the 80s. So you're, yeah. I'm obviously telling my age, 42. <laughs> but, um, you know, where it was Hamburger Helper, it was a lot of boxed things. Um, you know, I had cereal every morning. I had peanut butter and jelly on, I think, I forget, Wonder, not Wonder Bread. But um, that'd be classic you know, like, if it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, my goodness. Um, and and so there wasn't a lot of variety in my diet and it was a lot of canned foods. Um, so I know that that journey, um, not to mention as much as I was in the doctor's office has radically affected my gut. Yes. And I'll talk a little bit more about that later, but you know, when, when you have a gut feeling like your gut is basically the second brain of your body, mm -hmm. but Brian and I got married and, um, we were, we lived off of, I think it was $25 a month, I think is what we had budgeted. Oh and goodness. so, I mean, we like, I bought huge bags of white flour when we were first married, made our own bread. We would buy bulk of, um, you know, white pasta and white sugar and like everything was white. There wasn't a lot of color. And it was cheap because he was in grad school and I was on a paltry teacher's private teacher's salary and we didn't have a lot. Yeah. And we had moved out to Colorado where it was more expensive. Yeah. Then we, when we end up settling down after being missionaries, we come back to Indiana and, um, you know, we keep the dog alive and decide, okay, let's have kids. And so that journey led us to finding out after five years really of of, of being married and trying to have kids and stuff. And, and I got diagnosed with, um, polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS. Mm -hmm. And I was told at the time that I had the worst case that my doctor had ever seen. Whoa. And so she, yeah, crazy. And I'm thinking, you know, movie line here. I'm thinking if anybody could know that, but, yeah. um, 
so she had wanted to put me on some pretty hefty medication to manage my PCOS. But at the same time, a gal that was in our small group from church recommended a book, Maker's Diet, to me. And I thought, oh, you eat really weird. Like, I do not <laughs> want any. Yeah, I was like, I do not want anything to do with this thing that you're talking about. And she's like, just give it a chance because changing my food really helped me. And so that reading that book paired with seeing herbalist, I, we ended up doing this complete overhaul on our diet Wow! and we took out all white flour, white sugar, um, heavily pasteurized, homogenized products. Um, we took out almost all, um, uh, processed things, prepackaged things like that. And I, I, we ended up getting pregnant within three months Wow! Um, and working with, and working with the herbalist too. And so our kids were born and I thought, well, you know, I'll have, um, I'll, 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 when Ash is ready, I'll make them baby food and things like that. So all that happens and I see, well, diet, I guess, affects things. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite put two and two together. Like how, why mm-hmm. all this worked? I just kind of thought, okay, I'm just being obedient. This was, this was in scripture, you know, once upon a time and God just has given us some structure here, but I really just didn't understand the science of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's cool because God really doesn't do things just, you know, on a whim. Yeah. And so, um, and, and we don't totally follow, we really don't follow the maker's diet per se anymore of what Jordan Rubin recommends in his book, but it was a great foundation. Yeah. So once Asher was born, I was making this baby food and I wasn't quite bouncing back from being pregnant. And that's when I found out that I also, in addition to PCOS, cause that just doesn't go away, mm-hmm. that I had Hashimoto's disease. Okay. Now Hashimoto's is a form of, you know, hype, hypothyroidism, so mm-hmm. underactive thyroid. But the difference in just low thyroid and Hashimoto's is that Hashimoto's produces an antibody where my mm. body attacks my thyroid. So I produce antibodies that attack my thyroid. Now, in that case, that makes it autoimmune. And autoimmune is a gut issue. Yeah. So at this point, this is when this is... Yeah. Once I got this diagnosis, this is when I really started honing in on using food to heal your body. And, um, Michael Pollan has a great quote and it's something to the effect, eat real food, not too much. Hmm. And that's the thing is the biggest thing is that when you, when you think about your food, you should know that it's food. Yeah. You know, like a Twinkie doesn't look like food. Yes. Twizzlers don't look like food. Yes. It really should resemble like something that was, that was grown outside or that was harvested. Um, and so like we've done, um, I, from the maker's diet and just eating all whole foods, then we, um, went down the journey of, um, of the Weston Price Foundation, where mm-hmm. I ended up making a ton of chicken stock. Um, we got special cod liver oil that was paired with a special type of butter, um, sauerkraut, uh, water kefir, kombucha, uh, making my own dairy kefir, things like that. And 
And I still do sauerkraut, except I, I buy fermented sauerkraut now instead of making it. Cause I just, mm-hmm. I don't have time and you I don't do enjoy all it. the things. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I don't enjoy making sauerkraut. Yeah. Um, but we still have kombucha. We actually have it on tap. I do a continuous brew, yes. um, because you have multiple levels of bacteria and good symbiotic relationship there. Um, I just got rid of my kefir because we just don't do a ton of dairy uh, and we still do yogurt and, and some other cultured items. Um, but from that, then we went to the GAPS diet and which was so fun because fun, fun. Now, (laughs) well, I mean, fun as in it was fun because recently we were traveling out West Okay. and I got to meet my, the, the gal who taught me everything about, um, gaps, my friend Kara. Yes. I got to actually meet her. Fun. She found me in a random parking, not really random, but found me in a parking lot in Bozeman, Montana. And she oh. picked me up from my camper and, uh, we went, I went with her and her kids and we went and got coffee. So it was so neat because she taught me really why like chicken stock is so good for you and you know all about the gaps diet and now the gaps diet is often used for people who have uh, mental health issues um just a a gut health that's totally messed up and um kids with autism and add and adhd and the gaps diet was just a, a it was kind of a sweet time for us because we did end up making a lot of food And I just made me feel really good. Like I felt really, really good about what I was doing for my family. Um, But it was hard for me to sustain it over the long haul. Yeah. Because it's a lot of boiled meat and boiled Mm. vegetables. And I love it. And it's just very limited, period. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. And it takes a ton of effort and time. It's just like what you were saying with the other stuff. Like you had to give up certain things because there's just, there's only so much time to be able to do all the things. And that, especially the gaps takes a lot of prep. It's a lot of prep. And, but Kara was great. Um, Health, Home and Happiness um, is her blog. And she actually has um, like this whole downloadable menu that you can do that has your grocery list and the menu plan, all that kind of stuff. Um, like in cookbooks galore, like it's just amazing, huge thing. And she's actually on a different journey now. She's hmm. using the keto diet, which oh, okay. we're yeah. kind, which I'm kind of entering into now. Yeah. <laughs> but the gap site was great. Um, but the, the main thing with having Hashimoto's and PCOS, like <clears throat> I definitely struggle with dairy mm-hmm. and most certainly with gluten, unless it's einkorn flour, which einkorn, um, I can handle and specifically like young living, actually has an einkorn that I have no problems with, which has been just really fun. I use that word again because, um, that, that I will give you, (laughs) that is fun. Yeah. Because the kids will make these like healthy cookies with it and we've had bread with it. And recently young living actually came out with a new cereal and my kids have never had cereal. And so it was really fun because, there that word is again. Um, so unoriginal. I can tell we're not doing school right now. Um, my adjectives are limited. Um, but they have einkorn cereal. And so we got to have cereal on our camping trip. Oh, fun. Um, 
<laughs> I said it. <laughs> yeah, you said it too. Yeah. Um, it was a big deal. Um, so really then our journey took us to, okay, let's find a happy medium. Whole food, whole 30 became really popular. And so, but we still kind of stayed with the trend of it, it needs to look like real food. Yeah. And, um, it's, it's, it's food that's more nutrient dense. Now, most so, people would not consider whole 30 to be a happy medium. Like this is true. A whole 30 is still pretty extreme. <laughs> that's true. Thank you for putting it into perspective. Like yeah. for me, like this is so normal now. Like, yeah. You know, when I think about making a meal, um, like I've been wowed by the Instapot, which I still think Instapot's kind of a lot of work, but, um, <laughs> But yeah, like for me, a meal prep, it it takes 40 minutes to an hour to make a meal for my family because I'm cutting up vegetables. I'm, I might have made stock starting the day before, or, you know, like I am just used to for us food is prep. And what I love about even the whole 30 or just, um, paleo movement, we call it the Noah diet, um, that. It's looking at it as art and culture. Like it's, it's, it should be enjoyed and savored and it should taste good. Yeah. And that's what I've really appreciated about that. Now, our family, um, all this while too, we have in the mix where Brian has been working on his psoriatic arthritis and has done lots of different modifications for, um, psoriatic arthritis and, avoiding nightshades and things like that, avoiding beef. Um, and so i the kids and I may have eaten more paleo or whole foods, and then we would alter what he's doing. Mm. Um, and then now I'm, I'm really interested in finding a healthy balance with keto Mm -hmm. perhaps, um, because I, um, I see benefits in keto, but I don't see keto for the long haul. Yeah. But if y'all want a great book, about keto, look up Tom Nicola. Um, he is just a phenomenal, um, really a coach, uh, personal trainer. And he recently wrote a book about keto because keto isn't for everyone. Yeah. And it's really not for life per se. Yeah. yeah. Some people it might be, but the majority of the population, it's a season. Yeah. Um, but what I've noticed is with keto, uh, with this, I've, upped the kids fat levels, Mm -hmm. like healthy fats, like coconut oil, um, raw butter, uh, just really good nutrient dense type fats. And I find they're not as hungry. They have more energy. They're not as irritable. So yes, we have, we have done these huge dietary changes, but here's how we've done it with kids. Okay. That was one of my questions. Yeah. Like, how yeah. did you get them on board? I mean, I know right. you guys really started off pretty well. You weren't having to do as much backpedaling as a lot of families probably would right. have to, but, but yes, school me on this one. Ladies, today I want to tell you about Skylar, a self-care lifestyle brand centered around scents. They offer consciously crafted hypoallergenic fragrances in both perfumes and candles. 
and I love that it's finally a company that I can get behind because I'm very cautious about what I put on my skin and what I'm breathing in around me. And so when Skylar approached me and told me about their company, I instantly fell in love. Their perfumes are made from natural ingredients that are free of parabens, phthalates, and other potentially harmful chemicals. Their hypoallergenic formula is skin safe, non-irritating, cruelty-free, vegan, and never tested on animals. Plus, the Skylar website is really fun. You can take this little quiz to find out what scent might be perfect for you. And it was really fun to see that the one they said would probably be my best scent, Meadow, was the one I really liked the best. They sent me their sampler pack, which was really fun to be able to try out all the different scents and see which one really resonated with me. So it was fun to see that they were right. It really was Meadow that I liked the best. I love that they're consciously crafted with a blend of real flowers, fresh fruit, essential oils, and botanicals to create smooth natural refined scents unlike any other and they're made right here in the U.S. For a limited time you can try out the Skylar sample palette and get free shipping plus a $20 credit towards your next full-size perfume purchase by just visiting skylar.com lovely. Again for a limited time you can try out Skylar's sample palette with free shipping plus earn that $20 credit towards your next full-size perfume purchase by going to skylar.com slash lovely. We've always kind of asked permission. Like we're not, we don't, the kids don't rule, you know, they're not the center of the family. Um, But we've made it because, you know, sometimes if someone thinks it's more their idea, then they're more likely to join in on it. So we've really just uh, engaged them in conversation. Well, how does this make you feel? Well, why don't you read the ingredients? What do you think about this? So like even today, we were grocery shopping. Um, I took Asher with me. He got his braces off today. It was really fun. I was so excited for him. (laughs) So I was trying, I was thinking we need to get home because it was... It was six o'clock and we were at the grocery store and we needed to get home for dinner. So we'd go on a family walk. And, um, he, he's like, mom, we can't get this. It has sugar in it. I was like, man, why is, why is he reading the labels? And then I was like, oh, wait a second. I taught him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so really, and, and I know some of your moms listening, you may be like, Jody, like easier said than done. You invited your kids into this journey. You taught them how to read labels, but we really wanted them to actually understand, okay, what does it look like when it's real food? And what does it look like in a laboratory? Yeah. And you actually visualize that, okay, do I want something that is from a chemical? Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about what do chemicals do in your life? And, you know, they've experienced when they've had a food from one place versus say, let's just do the, the opposite extreme. Like we get this highly processed food yeah. and then we go to whole foods and we get this, these colorful strawberries that are brilliant red. And we have some watermelon with that. And we have some raw cheese, raw, you know, cheddar cheese. That's amazing. And the steak that's encrusted with, you know, freshly ground pepper or whatever versus this microwave meal. Yeah. And, they see the difference and we've even had them, you know, have strawberries that were say hypothetically from just whole foods again versus, okay, we got these, you know, at a store, they are not organic. They are just strawberries that were 
crazy cheap. Yeah. And they take, they've tasted the difference. Like even when we've bought regular eggs versus eggs from a farmer. Yeah. And they're like, why are the shells different? Why Mm -hmm. is this, why is the yolk such a different different color? color? Yeah. Yeah. And so we have really had them like, that's why we go to the farmer's market. So they connect the food with the farmer with that. It should be that, that basic. Like you should be, you should be able to know where your food comes from. Yeah. Like that's how it was for years. And yes, I know we're a busy culture. I know we live in neighborhoods and we're not all farmers. Like I understand that, but when they can make that association with where the food really comes from and where it should come from versus what the American culture tells you food should look like and come from, they've grown to want to choose knowing the farmer, Mm -hmm. having a conversation, knowing their first name and having that food taste better. Yeah. And knowing that they're not as hungry. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's really, more nutrient dense. Yeah. And it's validating. I mean, it's almost even Charlotte Mason esque. Like, it's validating that your children are people who can right. understand that and giving them the information and the education to make different choices about things, which I think that yeah. we all probably do to a certain extent, but in different ways. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's how we talk to our kids about relationships or how we talk to our kids about cleaning up after themselves or, you know, Uh whatever it is, you have to kind of make that conscious choice to not just put food in front of your kids, but to actually Uh explain it to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even like, okay, so on our, um, Epic West vacation, we just got back from like, we weren't perfect on this vacation. Yes. We, we toured around in our home on wheels. I had my Instabot, my Vitamix, you know, we, we cook, it was rare that we actually ate out. We usually ate at our campsite for months. Nice. Uh, yeah. And, but when we went out, like we went to get ice cream and, um, they even said, mom, this is really fun, but can I please have enzymes? Because I know that when I have this, it's not going to set, set right with me versus, this ice cream that Asher makes. So, cause Asher, you know, really takes after his name in the Bible. Um, he was the baker in, in the, you know, 12 tribes. In fact, he just made Ezra's birthday cake for tomorrow, Funny. 4th of July. And they're like, Asher's ice cream doesn't make us feel sick. We know that this one will, but we really want to do this cause it's fun. Yeah. And, and I was like, you know, what? I don't want to be the no mom. I don't want to, I don't want them to have these weird food issues. Yeah. So we're going to do this American thing, but sure, I will give you enzymes because I know that's going to make you feel better and you know that your enzymes will help you digest it. Yeah. Sure. That's amazing so, that your kids would even know that. But again, it comes down to education. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause we sit around the table or, or whenever I, you know, teach an oil class or really actually I teach lifestyle classes now with young living, but They've heard enough of that and they've heard so many people's stories mm-hmm. who started using enzymes, who started putting, you know, the Digize EO blend on their belly or used peppermint. Like, so they know because it's not just us, yeah. but because they've heard all these stories and testimonies, they like, no, this does help and this does make a difference. We don't have to be rigid and, and these rule followers about our food, you know, like yeah. we used to be these insane rule of followers. So there would be no pork. There would be 
know this, know that, know that. And it was so, it was so cute because Ezra, when he was planning his birthday, he's like, can I have real bacon? And, you know, once upon a time we'd been like, no, that's pork. You know, in the old Testament, it says you can't have that. And we've come a long way from being very legalistic about food Mm -hmm. to where we are now, where there's this good balance and they know that the majority of time we need to eat real food and that there's some exceptions, um, you know, like just fun things like, you know, because we got, we got our gluten-free cupcakes today because Asher got his braces off. So we celebrated. Yeah. Um, but we ate a really healthy dinner. We had, you know, homemade salad and, um, you know, just a whole, this whole food meal to balance out. Okay. We're having this fun splurge. Yeah. Well, and I think along with educating them, like the why you would want to do it or whatever, you're consciously pointing out to them, like, how do you feel? Okay. Mm -hmm. How do you feel now? And so they would know to even ask for the enzymes because, and that's not something you can just do once. Like you have to do that over and over and over again to get your kids to understand that. But when they've experienced something themselves, then eventually, you know, when when your body has a reaction and you've been trained to take notice of it. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. this is a total tangent, but even in birth, like, if we're not trained to take notice of what our bodies are telling us to do to work with them, then Uh we don't know what we're doing. Like my first baby, I had no clue. I didn't know like how to, you know, it sounded new agey, listen to your body or whatever. And it's really, it's (laughs) like, you know, just really taking the time to notice what is going on with your body so Mm -hmm. that you can adjust to make things go better and we're really not taught how to do that in our culture at all so I I commend you for like helping your kids figure that out that's a really big thing yeah and I mean it's it's not always perfect and and sometimes grandmas intervene and you know things happen but um you know I'm training them up the best that I can and you know I'm hoping that I'm I'm laying just this good enough foundation so that when they're on their own, they can make these choices because of hopefully the habit that they've made. Yeah. Um, and I think that they've, they've also correlated too. I eat healthy. I have good gut health. Then I don't get as sick. And yeah. they've, they've watched their friends get sick after they've had the Halloween candy or after they've overindulged at Christmas or um, uh, at Thanksgiving. And they've seen, okay, when you up your sugar, you're your immune system goes down for mm-hmm. six hours. Yeah. People have a tendency to get sick after those big holidays. Yeah. And so they've seen that correlation. They're like, and they don't, they, they abhor getting sick like I do. Yeah. And so like, that's why they're adamant about taking their digestive enzymes before every meal now. And they young living just launched this prebiotic, which actually feeds the good bacteria in your gut. Mm-hmm. And so they take the prebiotic in addition to their probiotic. And um, so it's been neat. Yeah, it's been neat to watch that develop. And and it's it's just giving your kids the culture to yeah. do the, the trial and error, to discuss that. And and I'm you know, and, and I've I learned the hard way when you have these crazy rules, they're going to test them. Yeah. You know, and they they want to run towards the opposite of that because you've you've made this rule. Yeah. So now it's it's way more enticing, you know, to sure. have 
to have something they know they shouldn't. Whereas if you dialogue with them about it and then sometimes indulge with them and they're like, well, wait a second, that's not really that big of a deal. You know, then it's not as enticing because they'd rather feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Is it perfect for everyone? You know, not everyone has, you know, not everyone's kids are going to always make that decision. Sure. But, you know, we just... Mine would be a good example. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we just, we are, I think, over communicators, over thinkers in our family. And so (laughs) we just, a lot of verb, I have a lot of verbal processors. And so they just are constantly evaluating and thinking and analyzing. And, you know, they've grown up with me having a garden and loving, loving farmer's markets. I just, I think the helps. Yeah, absolutely. I know we have one down the street and it's wonderful, but I think, you know, you're pointing out a good, a good point that people need to figure out what works for their family, like knowing what their personalities are like, what, you know, they are capable, how much time they have to be able to hone it in to work for their family. And I think Mm -hmm. there's so many resources out there these days there's yes. going to be something out there to help you be able to execute the kind of lifestyle that you're wanting to. You might just have to do a little bit of digging to figure mm-hmm. out what is going to work best for your family, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, doing a lot of prep on weekends and less, you know, during the actual weekdays or, you know, like those kinds of things yeah. to help make these types of lifestyles more sustainable, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's also admitting like, you may get into some food craze or whatever and realize this isn't working. Yeah. You know, and, and that, I think that's what I found. Like when we were doing the healthy traditions and, and Weston price, like we got to a point where I was like, this isn't working. Yeah. Like I, I can't sustain this. I can't be this person. I can't blog about this all the time anymore. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it just it wasn't us, but we kept parts of that lifestyle. Yeah, and I modified parts of it, and and some stuff we just were like, nah, not doing that anymore. Yeah, it's and a- and then each kid's different on top mm-hmm. of that. Yeah, it's a process and a journey, and I I love that it really shows that in your story, kind of the development over time of how (laughs) things have changed. And I mean, and like you're saying, you got to hone it into what works for you. And so even Mm -hmm. with keto, it's like we've done keto, but to a lesser extent, you know, just kind Mm -hmm. of pulling out the good ideas from that, the good fats and those kinds of things, Mm -hmm. but not going so far that... I know people hate me for this, but losing weight. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I don't need to be losing weight. That's right. dangerous for me at this point, especially because of, you know, all the stress from the past nine months and everything. Mm-hmm. I, I did lose weight. Like, I'm, I don't need to be losing anymore. Yeah. And so that would be dangerous for me to be living in a keto state. Right. But there are still good things from that diet that we can pull from it to be taking care of ourselves better. And that's Uh one of the big things that I wanted to be emphasizing in the Patreon group this month is you may not be able to go into it and do this huge overhaul, but even just like our first week, which you could really do it any week if you're just jumping in now, you, we were writing down everything we were eating for a week. And it Uh wasn't so much to like make the big changes that week as it was to just start noticing 
what it is you're doing, noticing yeah. when it is you're hungry, what kinds of things you're craving. Why Was it emotional? Cra- yeah, yeah, <laughs> all of that. I think a lot of times we just don't notice until we we make a concerted effort to notice. Uh-huh. And so that's really like the one of the biggest things I want people to be thinking about this month with Patreon is just being noticers of how active they are and what they're eating and how they're sleeping so that then they can make informed choices of what's going to work for their body, what their body really even needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true because, you know, you're, you're hearing, you know, what, thir- 13 years yeah. of us making this, you know, huge shift in how we, how we ate when the reality is when we first started, I, I, all I did was I switched from using white sugar to cane sugar. That was the first thing I switched. Mm-hmm. And then we went from white flour to whole wheat, mm-hmm. you know, and I still yeah. wasn't even, you know, like it was these gradual things and I literally made it my goal. Okay. This month I'm going to learn how to make yogurt yeah. and that's all I did. Yeah. This month I'm going to walk. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't, but it, it's that compound effect that, yeah. which is, there's a great book by Darren Hardy about that, the compound effect. I'm reading it right now, but it's doing that little changes at a time mm-hmm. over the years is huge. Yeah. And you got to have faith in that process. Right. Because sometimes you just want to see results right now. But if mm-hmm. you have faith that the little things will add up over time which is hard for me as an ENFP but Uh uh when you really stick to that it really can make a big difference Ladies, we're back again this week with HelloFresh as one of our sponsors. If you're not familiar with HelloFresh, it's a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. HelloFresh has an amazing selection with either classic veggie or family plans, and each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated trusted sources. HelloFresh really comes in as a lifesaver for me because it just makes the whole dinner thing so much easier. They do the planning, they do the shopping, and they deliver it right to my door in pre-measured amounts, which I love. In fact, last week when I was just getting back from my trip to Arkansas, it was perfect to just have a HelloFresh order arriving right at my door, ready to go, so I didn't have to worry about hassling around, going to the store, trying to get everything we needed as I was getting my kids back and getting life rolling again. They're careful about the recipes they choose so that you're not spending all night in the kitchen. They usually only take around 30 minutes to prepare. There are lots of one-pot recipes for seriously speeding cooking and minimal cleanup, which you know I love that. And when you become a subscriber, there are so many benefits to getting HelloFresh week after week. You spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping. You can get out of your recipe rut and really start cooking outside of your comfort zone and getting your kids to try new recipes and new kinds of flavors. Your account is easy to manage with the ability to choose your delivery date to match your ever-changing schedule and pause deliveries when you're on vacation. 
To this day, our favorite recipe has still been the Mama's Mini Meatloafs because they were so quick to prepare and everybody gobbled them up. I thought we would have leftovers, but everyone just loved them so much that they were gone in no time. And I love when my kids will just eat the food that I've made for them. If you'd like to try HelloFresh and get $30 off your first week, all you have to do is visit HelloFresh.com CTL30 and enter the code CTL30. Again, $30 off your first week of HelloFresh. Just visit HelloFresh.com slash CTL30 and enter the code CTL30. And here's the other thing, Mackenzie, is also knowing, number one, you can't compare yourself to say what Sally Jane is doing. Yeah. Because maybe she has more radical health changes she needs to make because she's got IBS or she's got Crohn's or something like that. So yeah, she's going to go hog wild Yeah, and she's going to give up everything else to focus on this. So there's that is, is as you, if you want to change food dynamics for your family, you can't compare yourself to what you see a blogger doing or what you see someone doing in your community. And then the other thing is, is budget wise. Yes. You really ask you about that. (laughs) Yeah. Budget wise, like. You sometimes you have to pick and choose yeah. what you want. Like right now, I really want a dehydrator. Do I have the money just to go buy a dehydrator right now? No, I don't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I don't. Um, and even would weekly I, budgets yeah. for people, yeah. just like buying the actual food. Sometimes you have to, you know, get that dirty dozen list and be like, okay, well, these are the things that mm-hmm. I won't negotiate yep. on, but I might have to a little bit with other things because it's right. not cheap. It's not a cheap lifestyle. And you really have to be very selective on how you make it work for your family. Mm-hmm. But here's what I love. Uh, a lot of our friends um, have been shopping at Aldi because they have a good selection of organic foods. Nice. So there's, do you guys have Aldi where you no. live? No. Oh, you don't. No, okay. but we do have Trader Joe's, okay. which is helpful. Okay, so that's good. You know, and Costco and Sam's Club. And I was so excited about this because um, being now um, – having our a home on wheels now with our trailer, we have to look for places with large parking lots. And so we stopped at Walmart when we were in Marquette, Michigan, a couple of days ago, I went into Walmart and Walmart even now has a huge selection of just more natural foods mm-hmm. that look like food. I was yeah. so ex- so excited. <laughs> um, in addition to our special RV toilet paper, um, <laughs> But, you know, there, there are ways to make modifications that can radically affect your gut health. And that's one of the biggest things is, is feeding your, your gut and your stomach foods that make it easy to digest so that it supports your brain health. Yeah. And so like when you're eating these whole foods, you find that anxiety is less, you know, sickness is less, things like that. Like, I could go on and on about how oils and supplements can help you, but if people just alone, you know, chose to eat more foods with color that are real and nutritious, you know, we wouldn't all probably need as many supplements. Now I'm shooting myself out of a job, but, (laughs) um, but that's the reality is is using food to nourish your body, nourish your kids. And you can even see improvements in school. Like it's amazing, but. 
Well, and it's important for people to remember that they have to work in conjunction with each other. Like I've Mm -hmm. heard you say before, you can't just expect to pour a bottle of oil over your head and everything's going to get better. Right. You you have to make lifestyle changes to have things work together to be able to have healing in your body. Right. You can't expect to just be going and, you know... Lighting up a pack of cigarettes and eating right. Twix bars for dinner and I have my <laughs> bottle of Digize and lavender yeah, right. and I'm going to be good to go. You know, you, you've right. got to use things in conjunction with each other and mm-hmm. then they can be really powerful. Mm-hmm. So I would say here's one of the biggest tips I would give someone is, and we're going to talk baby steps, would be if you're drinking sodas, yes. like that would be the first thing I'd cut. Yeah, Absolutely. For all kinds of reasons. Because it saves, you know, it saves in your budget. Yeah. And um, it's adding a lot of chemicals. Yeah. Um, or Kills let's your say, teeth. I mean, yes. just every part of yeah. you, soda's not doing any good for. Yeah. So, so moms out there and people listening, soda can be one of the first things that you can change. And if you lo- still love that carbonation, um, you know, you can do like soda water. Like I, I often buy sand. San Pellegrino is my favorite, but mm-hmm. sometimes you can't get it. And sometimes I don't have that in the budget. Yeah. And so I'll get a different club soda and I still have to read the labels because some club yeah. sodas have weird stuff in them. Like it should just be water and, you know, like carbonation, like, yeah, it's not really called carbonation, whatever carbon, not carbon dioxide. That would be <laughs> bad. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, you can add, like, lemon to that or, mm-hmm. dare I say, uh, Young Living Vitalities. <laughs> but um, I had to get my plug there. Yes. Um, but, you know, like that would, or or even just a little bit of fruit juice, you could do that. Like, yeah. you know, st- you can start slowly, but just getting those chemicals out. Like, that's yeah. that's one of the first things that you could do. Or, you know, switch from margarine, start using oh. butter. Are, and does, if people does margarine are, even still exist, it are people does. Still eating that? Yes. I'm sorry if I sound yes. judgy. It's plastic. <laughs> but then when you, I mean, when you read the studies on what healthy fats really do for your yes. heart, yes, like it's it's just kind of this. It's such folklore. a misnomer from yeah. the '90s. That whole food yeah. pyramid thing, and that all yep. fats are bad, and it's like no, we're killing ourselves because we're cutting out all the fat. I know when my grandma's like, well, I bought this non-fat milk, so it's really healthy. I'm like, oh, you're killing me right now. Yeah, because kids need fat for their brains. I need fat for my brain. Yeah, yeah, we do too. (laughs) But I mean, those are the places I would start, you know, and switch from the white sugar. Like if you just don't want to give that up, like, okay, then switch to cane or turbinado. Yeah. And... You know, then you, if you have the, the finances, you can switch then to coconut sugar and maple syrup and raw mm-hmm. honey, you know, like, yeah. ba- but it's baby steps. It's not yeah. all around. And then like yogurt, instead of buying yogurt that has added sugar and fruits to it, buy plain yogurt, add yeah. stevia to it or add real fruit to yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Baby steps. Yep. And you are charging the way for us. <laughs> Can all fall well, you. <laughs> I'm kind of, and I told you not to copy, but I'm kind of copying what I've seen. Yeah. But modifying it yeah. for our family so it's doable. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, we we have done it long enough. Like I think of this whole 
really working on healing our gut that when we were out West this summer, you know, we went to an Indian restaurant and we actually had the naan. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, am I going to end up with a headache the next day? Because used to, I would have gluten, I would swell up and I would get a headache. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, You're we've healing. come along. Yeah. Way. Yes. You know, we, we were seeing signs and the kids and I that oh, we are healing. And it That's was amazing. so exciting. Yeah. Now it doesn't mean I'm going to keep doing that. But yeah. Yeah, but it was but you refreshing. can have that occasional <laughs> treat yeah. and know that your body can process it and handle it. And yep. that's, that's really good. Okay. So besides the non, how else are you currently cultivating loveliness in your life? I think one of the biggest things, um, and this is from being on the road where we, you know, um, lived in our trailer. Yeah. Um, I realized that we could do with less. Yeah. Of course, we've talked about decorating before. Yeah. And um, and so I, when I got home, I was so insanely overwhelmed with the amount of stuff we had because mm-hmm. we didn't have a ton of books with us and we didn't have just lots of crafts and stuff. And the kids were just fine. They lived and yeah. they were happy and we were outside all the time. So I think the, what I'm really going to be focusing on until August is creating loveliness once again in our home, Mm -hmm. because this is what we're called to right now. We're not called to live full time on the road yet is until you start watching North and South and then you're like, I'm done. I'm leaving. (laughs) I know. Um, but getting rid of some of that stuff that we haven't used, you know, that I think I'm going to save this for a rainy day. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm yeah. actually looking at two school books that I bought probably, I don't know, five years ago. We haven't used them once. Yeah. But I have them sitting out, like right by the computer where the kids <laughs> do their math, like thinking, okay, well, they're going Just to. Just in case, yeah. They, they haven't. Like, yeah. I don't need to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, then it makes it so much easier to clean. And then the yeah. kids don't have as much to clean. Like, you have brain space. Yes. So that's what I'm going to be doing is decluttering. What about you? Well, hold on. I have oh. I have more to say. <laughs> okay. So I know that Michael and Smith's first book had a big effect on you, right? Oh, it did, yes. Did you know she's coming out with another one this fall? No. Are you and serious? And it's called Cozy Minimalist Home. Oh, I will be reading that. I just got it in the mail. Oh, I'm but jealous. I know. I'm so excited. She's coming on the show in October. So <gasps> I'm so excited. Go pre-order oh, another book <laughs> to add okay. to your stacks of books. But this one's a good one. Oh, it's so pretty. I'm so excited about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that that book, Radic- I mean, yeah. that book, her first one, is is why my home is decorated the way it is. I it's know. totally why. Yep. I thought you would, you would like that little tidbit I'm so of excited. info. I'm so excited. In fact, I do have to say this. So if you go on my Instagram, we have this hashtag, um, McFreedom Mobile. Mo- yes. Yeah, McFreedom Mobile. So for all of you out there, um, all you have to do is look up that hashtag. And we'll put and- it in the show notes. So like, all these <laughs> books we've mentioned, all the things will be in the show notes. Yeah. And so when, I don't know if you saw this, Mackenzie, but I created this because I wanted to decorate our camper. And so I created this plaque. Yes. And it was loosely created. I was trying to think what would be original 
and us. And I decided I'm not doing the normal camper stuff that everyone has. Yeah. Cause Hobby Lobby had a ton of that and it was cute, but I was like, that's not me. And so Asher and I designed this thing for our camper. So I get the hot Google and I have it all done and it says, do you want to say it? <laughs> I'm trying to find it <laughs> so that I it don't says, misquote, but it was fabulous. What is McFree it? Odom. Yeah. Mobile. Instead of McFreedom, McFamily Freedom Mobile, it's McFree Odom. Fabulous. That's what you should have changed your hashtag to. I know. I was like, okay, this is not Aaron Odom's yeah. car. This is ours. McFree Odom. And, and um, I, so I've toyed with it. Like, I need to just get the hot glue gun out and change it. But part of me is like, that's just, that's part of what, that's something I would do. Like, yeah. Yeah. It gives it character. It and most people, their brain flips it anyway. So they don't yeah. see free Odom. Yeah. They just see freedom. So funny. But anyways, I think the... I did have to like look at it for a second <laughs> when you posted me like, wait, what's wrong? Oh, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, there's, there's that. Yeah. So how are you cultivating okay. the lovely? Well, when this goes out, it will have been two weeks or a week and a half since my trip but right now it was just still a few days ago that I got Mm -hmm. home from my trip to Arkansas and you know I don't get to journal very often but I did find myself journaling more during that trip and just kind of getting to process what was going on and and make note of things that I knew I really wanted to remember and I still, I still feel like I'm processing the trip mm-hmm. and that may not seem like some big thing to do, but it's really sticking with me just how wonderful the people were, especially mm-hmm. like it was beautiful and we had fun and all of that, but the people were so kind mm-hmm. and so supportive and I just, I had so much fun getting to see all the places that Rebecca always talks about Mm -hmm. and, and meet all the people that she talks about because I hear all these stories about, you know, the, the uncle or whatever cousin who she, you know, rents the house from and, you know, all, and I met these people. So when it was, it was the weirdest thing to go someplace where you've never been and Mm -hmm. you can kind of find you, like I could find my way around her house and I Aww. felt totally comfortable and at home there, like I'd been there a thousand times. When I met her family, like when I met her mom the first day, she was just like, oh, yeah, Mackenzie, I got to go do something else. I'll see you later. It was like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like It was just like, oh, we'd met a thousand times. I mean, I met yeah. other family members of hers and they're like, yeah, we know who she is. Like we've seen her on Marco Polo a thousand times when you're showing Aww. her to all of us. You're like, it just felt like. It was just so natural and normal, and it was just such a blessing. It was so good for my soul. Like, I've been so stressed and having health issues and that sort of thing, and I even noticed throughout the week, like, some of the health issues I've been dealing with were getting better. Like, I just just felt like I could kind of rest there, even though we didn't just sit around the whole time. Like, I worked while I was there, and we went up to Silver Dollar City one day and all Mm -hmm. of that, but... There was something restful to my soul that Uh allowed me to just kind of breathe for a week. And I needed that so much. And I'm still just kind of basking in the glow of it. And 
I just get to look forward to whenever I get to go back there again. And I'm just, yeah, it was just wonderful. So that's how I'm cultivating loveliness by just thinking about all of it and remembering all of it. So, yeah. You should, uh, do you still do the chat books? I, yes, I do. But I didn't take very many photos. Oh, yeah, because you did mostly Insta stories. Yeah, but I have saved, like, certain ones into, like, I either saved them on my phone or I have certain ones that I saved in highlights on my Mm -hmm. Insta story feed. Um, I wish I would have saved more. Like, I didn't get the idea to do that until I was halfway through my trip. But but it was fun to at least have some of the stuff. Yeah, you should print those and then put that in that where you journaled yeah and you can reflect yeah. on that or make a collage of some sort and like okay this is where god gave me rest and like yeah. my emotions got a break well i did do like when we would eat at certain restaurants like one of them had like a little sticker and so i was like can i have one of those stickers and mm-hmm. like kept my plane tickets and different things like that so that i could put all of them in there to be like, okay, these, these are signifying things from that trip. Mm-hmm. So that's good. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you got that trip. Me too. It was t- down to the wire, whether I was going to get to go or not. I literally, I didn't feel like I was for sure going until the wheels of the plane had left the tarmac. Mm-hmm. And I was I like, bet. okay, I'm actually going. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. You did it. Yes. Good. All right. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me tonight. It was lovely well, as always. Thank you for having me and letting me yes. talk so much about our food. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't even get grateful. into pooping. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's another show. <laughs> well, as just in, fair warning. not mine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Jody's going to have to start her own podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm quite content right here. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Well, I will talk to you again soon. Thank you. (laughs) I hope you ladies enjoyed that episode with Jody. I know it was a lot, maybe a little bit heavy to handle, but remember, as we're talking about in the Patreon group this month, it's more about taking notice of what you're doing so that you can make changes, so that you are reading your body and able to figure out what would be the most beneficial for your body and your family. No big oppressive changes needing to be made, but hopefully just some food for thought. All right, as always, if you'd like to leave ratings and reviews in iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. Just a quick little rating and review really makes a big difference for Apple realizing that people are interested in the podcast. So thank you so much for those of you who have done that and for those of you who will. If you would like to join Patreon and get in on all these challenges and get even more information, especially as we roll into August and we'll be releasing the brand new podcast, then be sure you go over to patreon.com forward slash cultivating the lovely. We would love to have you there and joining our private Facebook community. We also have our cultivating the lovely Facebook community, which you can find by just searching cultivating the lovely on Facebook. And don't forget if you are planning for your homeschool year and you want a little bit of extra guidance, the lovely homeschool course is still available. So you can go to the lovely homeschoolcourse.com. It's just $24.99 for unlimited access for the rest of your life. There's a bunch of printables included and all sorts of things 
things to really help you get a handle on planning for your year so that you can reduce a ton of decision fatigue and really have things put together before your year even starts. All right, I think that's it for this episode. You can find these show notes at boldturquoise.com forward slash 072. Until next week when I'm back with Jess Connolly, go be bold and gracious. Oh,